0: The following content fully supports using the possibility of going to war as an excuse to get laid. Start the show. You never know, dog. You never you bruh, you never know. <laughs> yeah, I ship out tonight, babe. Oh goodness. <laughs> just, just look, look. Look and, and and I I know I'm not by myself. The reason I know I'm not by myself is because if we're being honest, it was some Trump babies. It was some babies some don't think I didn't notice some of y'all having these babies during the Trump administration. yeah yeah there's some Trump babies out there. if you think Trump if you think the, the term Trump baby isn't staying, oh it is. My sister had two of them uh, see there during the Trump era. see there <laughs> it, 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 these Trump babies it, uh, it's real Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz, and I feel empty inside. Why is that?
1: I can't believe he's gone.
0: Yeah, man. We'll get to it, bro. I can't believe he's. I did. I you know we didn't we we didn't officially do go over in the rundown, but we we will get to that. I know. We will but I'm still. To- yeah, man. I still a little bummed. Damn. Yeah. I'm a little bummed, too. It's cool. Um, yeah, we're going to talk. Don't worry, y'all. We're going to talk about Euphoria. Um, uh, we're going to talk about it lightly here. Uh, the This season was so batshit crazy, we kind of feel like we have to really unpack it in Patreon. Um, yes. yeah, yeah, it was a lot. It was, yes. a, it was a lot to deal with. Um. Uh, how was your week, D-Randall? Good week, actually. Yeah. Um Good week. Um,
1: don't remember shit that happened, but those are the best ones. Those are <laughs> the
0: best ones. Those are the best. Ones. Hit that with the air horn. Yeah.
1: You know. Uh, you know times you can't remember with people that you'll never forget. I guess is how it goes.
0: There you go. You know. Uh, you know.
1: I'm. I'm. I'm uh, just. I, I'm ready for. I'm ready for spring.
0: I am ready for spring. That's true.
1: I'm ready for the rodeo to get the fuck out of town once again. Oh. And it just started. It took me an hour to go one block down Kirby the other day because I made a wrong turn. And I was like, oops, I'm
0: here. How is the traffic fucked up on my part of the fucking Beltway? Really? all The, the way, Beltway, fam. All the way back there? It usually takes me like 10, 15 minutes to get home. I didn't get in till like 10 minutes to 6. Damn. The Beltway, dog? Beltway. Come on, man. Fuck the rodeo, dog.
1: Yeah. Um, what the fuck we need horses for anymore, man?
0: Honestly. Honestly. Yeah, like,
1: come on, y'all. And y'all ain't
0: doing nothing but spoiling these horses rotten so they will be of no use uh, when the apocalypse happens. And they're the only thing we have to get around. What the fuck is Rick? What the, what the fuck is uh Rick? What's his name from The Walking Dead gonna do? Shit, ride a bike? Ah, uh huh, uh huh. I think I the wild
1: think. the Wild West would have been a lot different if people had bicycles back then. <laughs> like if
0: they had like like dirt bikes. <laughs> Just imagine like the Lone sh- Ranger would have been a stupid ass show. What? Did Just
1: think about that, y'all. Like. <laughs> If bicycles would have been popping back then and instead of horses, like but also white people were too lazy to ride bikes that
0: much. Also true. <laughs> also true. I can, just, I can just tell you this. Clint Eastwood movies would have been really dumb. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just tell you that. Um I ain't trying to see John Wayne. I ain't trying to see The Duke. On a bicycle pedaling alongside the, <laughs> the, the, the training, trying to sweat the, the, the stagecoach robbery. What Sweating f- hard, too. Oh, god up? damn. Because <laughs> people don't realize the Duke was a tough motherfucker. He wasn't, he, when you look back he wasn't exactly in the best of shape.
1: Think it was fueled by racism. That's why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God damn! Oh man! Shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all still doing here? Why? Why are you here? Did someone give you the password to get in or something? Like, <laughs> did somebody did somebody drop you off here as a prank? Did
1: Is that you, what happened?
0: Did you Did you follow this link from a flyer? <laughs> <laughs> if you got If you got a link leading you here. <laughs> I suggest you uh, do a scan on your computer. You got some malware like a motherfucker. Yeah, and scan your friends, too. <laughs> Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. The first times, the long times, and the last times. Maybe you're sick of us. Who knows? That's
2: possible. Yeah,
0: oh, well. It's too late to get off now. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a few places. It, 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 this week, it's a few places we can... Put flowers. At, we can give to flowers to people while they're here. Mm-hmm. Um, to start, well, first of all, we can give flowers um, to, the fir- to the first to the first black woman to be nominated uh, Supreme Court Justice. Yes. Um, we can give. Well, no, I'm not giving Joe Biden flowers because for all for all I know, he doesn't he doesn't know that that woman's black. Uh, he doesn't know that he nominated anybody, <laughs> and most likely does not know that it is twenty twenty two is at this he, moment. He, he said that he was going
1: to nominate a black woman, and, and he did.
0: Okay, and fair. by the way, her
1: name is Katanga Katangi Brown.
0: There we go, Katangi okay. Brown. Young too, isn't she like fifty? I don't know. I think she's like early fifties, like she, that, which is relatively young. Um, when we're talking about Supreme Court justice. Okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm always hesitant to give Biden credit for things because it, it's kind of like giving Mr. Magoo credit for shit. Mr. Magoo was just was was just blind and senile and just and just living his life like it was golden and just happened to be saving the world in the process. Yeah, and had no idea that the world was even in peril. Where he was in the world, or his last name. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, we do. We, we, we're we're out here. Basically, she's 51. Yeah, 51. Relatively young. Yeah. Right. Uh, hopefully, got a lot of got a lot of years with her. Hit her with the air horns once again.
1: I hope she walks in and immediately slaps the shit out of Clarence Thomas.
0: First order. <laughs> First order of business. Gentlemen, I would like to call the first order of business. Bop. Bop. Bop, bop. That is first order of business. <laughs> Clarence Thomas. But then, you know, Clarence Thomas don't know where the fuck he is either. Clarence Thomas got to be about as old and senile as uh, Joe Biden. Just senile motherfuckers together. Wouldn't that have made wouldn't that have made a good Hanna Barbera cartoon back in like 1960 something? Just a black just a just two old motherfuckers, a black dude and a white dude just senile, uh arguing with each other and just and and just stumbling through life like Forrest Gump.
1: I mean, if if Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder would have lived long enough,
0: they could have made that movie. We I would say we would have definitely got <laughs> that movie from them, almost certainly. Um uh, flowers also go to an individual On Twitter By the name of Shimmy Turner um, Shimmy Turner uh, Was really, Basically He got caught on video uh, Oh <laughs> Defending Defending himself And the women That he was with uh, uh, Out on the town This looks like Dallas
1: Yeah It was It was It was definitely Texas And because there was ice It had to be Dallas
0: um, and they were and there were these three guys harassing um, the young they were harassing the lady friends he was with. He asked him leave them the fuck alone and he he completed his promise and put hands. <laughs> one man, one man put hands on three separate on three separate. Niggers. Two of them ended up on the ground multiple times. I tell you, I'm gonna put this up I'm gonna put this up on the on the opinions while black social media is where possible because let me tell you something. This is one of the funniest moments. This is one of the funniest ass whoopings <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. And what makes it really funny, it's not like I can play the fight on the podcast where you can see it, but the commentary. Yeah. The commentary
2: Man, he these niggas. niggas. these niggas. He these niggas.
0: <laughs> and what's great is the nigga's still on the floor. He goes over, looks like he about to ask him if he's okay. He pulls he pulls his face to him, lines him up while he's on the ground, and rocks him again. What?
2: bitch <laughs> oh, the, oh oh come here man this nigga don't know if he in Dallas or houston he ain't
1: in houston because he'd be standing up i would say
2: right
0: would have been no damn ice yeah this if one nigga in the fight was just consistently on the floor for seventy-five to eighty percent of the fight, Plankin. he was the first one to fall down, and you could see him trying to get up. Somebody was somebody was mashing the shit out of the B button and the turbo the turbo button. There. You said he whooped the asses in alphabetical order. He whooped their asses in alphabetical order from from biggest to littlest.
1: He just walked them down like industry, like nah, actually. It could have been over, but it ain't going to be
0: over. <laughs> this look like real life streets of rage, my nigga. Like, uh, you know, this is one of the mightiest ass whoopings <laughs> ever in black history. And, this, and I wanted to salute this man because this is a man who completed his promise to protect the black women in his circle because black hands matter.
1: And that was it. Was like I, there was ice out there, like it had snowed, and he had to come
0: off the full jacket, just like came the out start. of a full jacket, kept his kept his footing. <laughs> this man had a center of gravity. Well, no, it, it, this motherfucker trains for real. When I saw his elbows go in, yeah, he trains for real. He trains at the gym. <sighs> he, maybe I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Maybe he just trains at his house. Maybe he just punches a brick wall like the nigga in Raid Two, <laughs> just doing i dukins in his garage. This is this motherfucker had this motherfucker had me going. I watched this several times. It was crying. The first dude went down like like a brick. Oh man, you could. The funniest is when you can hear him hit the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tried to get up and fell back down. Yeah. And then tried to lift his head up, and just I know uh, I'm gonna go back to sleep. It was like, you all right, player? Show did. Ran over, saw him, saw him trying to sit up. <laughs> Lined his face up like, come here, it's going to be okay. Yep. Back down. Back down. Oh, boy, that was an awkward ride home. Oh, man. That was an awkward ride home for them niggas.
1: Not all heroes wear capes, but a lot of them got
0: hands. <laughs> See him with the air horns. yeah. Just your reminder to protect black women and that black hands matter. Um, That concludes Black Hands Month. (laughs) (laughs) Black Hands Month. That is the name of this episode. All right. Um, Let's see. Humans ain't shit. Go right into that. (sighs) Okay. This one ain't going to take long. Y'all, I am so fucking sick of the splitting the bills argument. Some of the women, some of the women going to act a certain way. Some of the women are going to respond to this differently. I am sick and tired of hearing this fucking argument about uh, black men and black women splitting the bills. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Why does that matter? As long as the lights on, who gives a fuck who how the bills got split?
1: If you, if you gotta put that much conversation behind it, just just don't. Just don't. Just don't date.
0: Don't date them. Or anyone. Just be alone. Like <laughs> people really go out of their way to have these dumbass arguments. I swear, the, the population is just gonna is, is just gonna come to a halt by twenty twenty five because everybody's so busy arguing about this bullshit, nobody's fucking. Yeah. And that is scary. Let me tell you something. Me going into my forties, uh, not now, mind you. Um, me going into my forties—that's the scariest part—is that everybody in my age range, everybody in my age bracket is going to stop fucking because they're so busy on social media arguing about dumbass shit. And some of these dumbass takes y'all have, uh, and some of these dumbass takes y'all have to deflect from it. I just read some dumbass shit. Some tweet where a nigga goes well um well i I've never had this problem i've I've been able to date even when I was poor, so if this is an issue with you maybe it's be maybe it's not that maybe it's not whether or not you have money maybe it's because you're not that interesting um that is stupid to me because we can't act like we can't act like it's it's that women, and I'm not I'm not saying this to shit on women or men. But honestly, we can't act like it's just a it's just a non-factor in that nobody in the dating arena cares about money in the era of in the era of women in the club screaming out broke boys don't deserve no pussy. Mm. So my thing and, and, and even then, want what you want. Women want a, 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 a high-income nigga, go get you a high-income high nigga. We just won't date. Yeah, I'm fine with that, and clearly you're fine with that. Why does this matter? Why does this matter? Why are we arguing about this at a time when not only when the economy is in the toilet, when capitalism has proved that it does not give a fuck about you, and will leave you, it will leave you for dead on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. But at a time of when when we are in, we are not going to war, but we're going to be in the middle of an enormous global catastrophe between two between two uh, superpowers, Russia and the Ukraine, that is going to have effects on the economy for everybody. Y'all are going to be arguing this fifty fifty shit when gas five dollars? It
1: already is in some places.
0: Well, say it's already there. Some places.
1: Actually, way Grocery price is going up.
0: Oh my god!
1: I might have to go fifty fifty with somebody.
0: Fam, going to going to uh, going to Kroger has turned into going to Whole Foods. Mm. Like, you know, you go to Whole Foods, you spend two hundred dollars and only come back with like three bags of groceries. Come back with an orange. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and. and and, oh, well, in orange that if you take the peels off and you put it in the and you put it in the gas tank, it's a replacement for ethanol or whatever. <laughs> um fam, it's about to get real rough. It's about to get a lot rougher than you being mad about going fifty fifty because you don't because you don't want your partner cutting into your uh cutting into your vacation funds so you can go and colonize another fucking another fucking country that doesn't want anything to do with us like you did Tulum. Mm.
1: Has anybody checked in on Tulum lately? Are
0: they okay? The last time we talked about Tulum, the mob... That's right. ...had started buying property in Tulum. Yeah. Because you niggas could not help yourself and made it so popular that you just had to be there in the middle of a fucking pandemic that the cartels started buying property out there, you thought shit was bad out there, but you thought shit was bad before uh when we told that story about them uh, about them girls about them girls who who uh who were staying there mm-hmm. and the peeping toms were all in their house mm-hmm. you thought it was bad. Wait till fat Tony comes from a bank robbery and need to crash for the night. <sighs> Wait till your pillow hard because it's cocaine in it. I'm well, just saying that was probably happening already. I would say that's pretty definite. That was pretty definitely happening already. I'm just saying I come from the generation that actually watched uh, Leo in the beach, so I know all this shit can happen. Trust me, I be knowing. Um, this is better shit to talk about, man. Everybody, men, women. Everybody, go to neutral corners and shut the fuck up. Yes, please. Shut the fuck up. Early, early. Shut the fuck up. Uh, song of the week, mm. making good time. Song of the week. Get y'all, you know what? It's we're looking. We're looking at spring. It's coming. We're about, ready. About a week or so away. Um, go ahead. And break y'all off with a slow one break off with a sl- a slow springtime joint. You know, the 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 just got together the the just got together honeymoon uh, honeymoon phase joint. Mm. Uh this is Marie Dalstrom with here with you. Pour yourself something, get comfortable. Uh text somebody you shouldn't be texting. <laughs> I look uh, I advocate for romantic anarchy.
1: Shoot your shot in the DMs.
0: Shoot your shot. Because we might not have much time
2: left.
1: Hit somebody with a (laughs) WYD.
0: You know what I'm saying? At 2 a.m. You know, I I believe in romantic anarchy. Uh, And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's Mm. go.
3: Happy to wake up with you, even after all that you've been through. Yeah, happy that you feel the same. Hope that I can ease the pain. Happy to come back, cause you just give me life, and I love spending time with you. It's easy when I want you like that. I don't regret it, even if you might think that I've got. Many other reasons in my head. Many other questions still unsaid. Nobody knows where we go, but but I'm here. In mine. No, I'm not really one to judge We can laugh it off because It's just one life for you and I And I know it's easy when I want you like that I don't regret it Even if you might think that I've got many other reasons in my head the other questions still can say. Nobody knows where we go by.
0: And that was Home With You by Marie Dahlstrom. That is a bop.
1: That sounds like they haven't had their first argument yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they still fucking face to face. It was so pure.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> you know. Oh man, before you before you started getting annoyed that they leave the cabinets doors open and shit. You know. Oh man. Well, no, I'm not gonna ask that. I was, I was, what was the first? What was the first thing you got annoyed with? That you where you realized, oh, oh, we, we oh, this is this is gonna be a point of conflict at some point. The,
1: the, it's 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 the bed sharing part because as ah. as, as a man, you know, in, over the course of a relationship, you get used to more and more real estate of the bed being taken away from you. Until you're just left with a sliver oh. of space. Like you gotta be a side sleeper. You got <laughs> <laughs> You right there on the edge.
0: <laughs> you just gotta get in where you fit in. She dog. starts sleeping
1: diagonally. <laughs> you go to bed last, you try to move her over, she starts hitting you and shit. Why
2: well, is I <laughs> sleep?
1: I think I know I'm trying to be asleep, too. <laughs> yeah, this song takes place well before. That.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Home with you by Marie Dahlstrom. That uh, That is a bop. I don't, I don't remember where I heard that. Why are you on me? Your hand's cold. <laughs> oh, man. I wish you realized you got cold feet. Yeah. Uh, listen. <laughs> oh, the, the the dreaded cold feet argument. Well, ain't, ain't that my pillow?
1: I mean, it's, oh. it's soft. Can I can I just sleep with it one night?
0: Oh, no. You ain't got no more pillows. It's, it's no longer your pillow. Yeah, you don't, you don't have pillows. <laughs> you, you don't, don't have, have pillows at you all. You
1: are renting out space. <laughs> you it, rolling up a blanket to stick under your head. Because <laughs> oh,
0: no. she got both pillows
1: now. Oh,
0: shit. I had a headache and I need both. Pillows. <laughs> oh, oh, no, man. Oh, it's all downhill from the no, yes. Um, let's see what is going on there right now. Oh, um, it, these are turbulent times. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can disagree that we are living in turbulent, uncertain, uh, sometimes scary times. And for a religious man like myself, who needs, who every now and then just needs a little bit of reassurance and reaffirmation that there is a living God somewhere above us. News has come that The Wendy Williams Show is at an end. Thank you. The Wendy Williams Show, we are now, you can look up in the sky. Harry Potter has freed us from the dark mark of the dark lord themselves. Thank you. The Wendy Williams show is finally over. Holy do, do it. Now, this comes with a caveat. I am not wishing physical or mental ill on Wendy Williams. Okay? I'm not if
1: I mean if it's that's, a, that's already happened to her. So, what was
2: well, <laughs> It's
0: too
1: late now. Yeah, like, you remember the Statue of Liberty episode? Oh she was God, like, yes! Uh,
0: yep. uh,
1: boom. Oh. <laughs> I don't care.
0: <laughs> God damn it! Um, that completely. Well, I wasn't. I'm sorry. I had a whole thing about how I hope she gets all the help she needs. Fuck her. That, but fuck that. Fuck her. <laughs> you don't wish that on nobody else. That's what
1: I'm saying. So we, we, gotta, we gotta stop wishing people well when they ain't shit. <laughs> Fuck the high road. <laughs> this bitch was trash her whole career. <laughs> Fuck I'm gonna wish her well for. Shit.
0: You are not wrong. It is true.
1: I wish your body like evens out in proportion. <laughs> How about that? <laughs>
0: Oh man, we okay. start. This is how we start, though. Hey man. Um. So uh, I guess I. Any, so any little caveat about mental health, I had. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> they doing that shit. You
1: know how many people's mental health she's fucked up. Be going,
0: son. Come on, you are correct. Fuck her. You are correct. Fuck I'm, her. You know, I'm jumping. I'm jumping on the train. Fuck her. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Fuck her. Um, goodbye. I, have,
1: I, I am a huge advocate for mental health, but I in this do. instance, fuck
0: her. I, I, you know, g- goodbye and good riddance. Yes. Um, and if, in case I needed further affirmation that there is a living God uh, above us, looking down, looking out for us, shaking his while, head, <laughs> shaking his head, wondering what the <laughs> fuck is going on down there. Um, the Wendy Williams show will be replaced. By Sherry Shepard. Okay. This is exciting time. This is an exciting time for me personally because I had a crush on Sherry Shepard for a while. Wow, I did. I, I, look, look, little dark skinned funny girls with funny girls with big titties. Mm-hmm. I, yes. What, what God did I please? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did. I was into that shit. I, man, I'm telling you, women being funny goes a long way. Yes, I man, it's some chicks. It's some chicks out here that are not unattractive, but get extra notice just off of being fucking hilarious. Speak on the son. fam. I wasn't watching two dope queens for no reason. Jessica Williams is funny. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I, so uh, I'm very happy about this. Now, the other caveat here. Is that there's a whole that is a whole drama about, well, um maybe, maybe Wendy Williams just isn't coming back to television in this format. Um, there's some rumors about maybe she'll go get a podcast. No. No. No, keep her the fuck out of my shit. Just, I don't give a fuck how I I don't give a fuck how long she spent radio. Keep her the fuck out of my shit. Just go all the way away. Just go away. Please Go somewhere and mope over your over your ex-husband finding a better life away from being one of your death eaters. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, no, no, no. Don't want to hear the Wendy Williams podcast. Fuck that. Can't we, like, I really just, I really want us to be just 100% down the line, done with her, done. There are a list of people. I have a list of people that I genuinely feel like the black community will improve if they just take it upon themselves to acquit themselves of stardom and be done. Mm-hmm. Wendy Williams is one. Charlemagne the God. Who, what who?
1: Charlemagne. it
0: yeah, Charlemagne the God is another that won't be happening. That won't be happening. He's he's built his base too high. Mm. Um, fifty cents. Another. Mm. Um. Uh. Nick Cannon is, yeah, he's on that list. Nick Cannon's on that list. Um, that the 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 culture will be better without them. Not wanting them to die per se, just oh. wanting them just to not be in the spotlight anymore. Just go away, Nick Cannon. Can just stop talking about your dick all the time. I hear about, I, I feel like I hear about Nick Cannon's dick more than I hear about my own, and that's not a life I really want to live. None of us.
2: It's
0: not, yeah, it's not None really is. a life any of us yeah. wants to live. Um, so I am glad to see the possibility of people with some kind of moral value, with some kind of moral judgment taking the spotlight. People that are redeemed, even if they haven't been perfect their whole lives, nobody has, are somewhat redeemable. Somewhat. You Char- know,
1: Charlemagne can be redeemed. He has
0: his moments. Charlemagne walks that tightrope.
1: When he's fake talking about mental health, He can be
0: <laughs> redeemed. <laughs> when he's pretending to talk about mental health to sell the book. Yeah. Yeah, he has his moments. And then he goes right back into why we fucking hate him. Yeah. And, and just keeps the dirt going. Yeah. Shock, uh, not quite a shock jock, but not far from one either. He's just so
1: fortunate that the two people that he co-hosts with is just so boring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Good morning, everyone. It's DJ <laughs> Envy. <laughs> have I, you, I'm E. Have you heard E's podcast? Why would I? So, because it's so... It's so drastically different from what she does on The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. Uh, lip service. It's it's her. Meaning
1: she actually talks?
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: No, Without being not... interrupted all the time?
0: Without being interrupted. It's her and, like, two or three wash chicks from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got to be washed. <laughs> <laughs> you, when you hear them, you know they 40 plus. Hey, man. Uh, 40 is the new. 40 is the new. That's true. You know. Well, what I'm saying is, no, you are correct. What I am saying is, you know, wash chicks that used to be out here from Brooklyn when you hear them. Okay. And all they do is talk about dick. All they do is talk about sex and they have people on there to talk. Man, we've learned some shit. On this show, that just nobody should know about anybody, like Joey Badass and, and and his takes on uh, on threesomes and shit. No one asked. I would just Has ask. Ask Joey Badass anything. I would just be like, "What have you been doing since Mr. Robot?" That's a very good question. <laughs> That's a very good question. That's about. Can it. anybody answer that? Y- y'all always like to answer me on Twitter and shit. Can anybody answer where the fuck Joey Badass has been? I need to ask, I need to hear from him. You know, I thought I thought I would be very entertained to see him in things on television going forward. And I've not seen him in anything since. Yeah, yeah. I had high hopes for Joey Badass.
2: Yeah. Now,
0: now he's just opened up the door for any old body. Um. Because on because Fresh Prince, I'm pretty sure uh, I can't think of who he is, but one of the villains on Fresh Prince, on the new Fresh Prince. You mean Bel Air? Excuse me, on Bel Air,
1: not Fresh Prince,
0: is a fucking uh, battle rapper because, of course, he is. Though, though, and somebody did confirm that that was Freeway, who was his coaching film. Okay,
2: cause it's in the thing, Go we're gonna sun go down. It's a cool world.
0: freeway Freeway, been looking good. He, he's looking better for a while. I was a little worried about him. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a the the one the one little fight guy. Is a battle rapper. Okay. Um. Also, speaking of battle rap, just a random side note. It's time for Hollow to retire. Hoomst? Hollow. It's time. It's time. Who is that? Um, I, I'm going to think of something. Okay. I'm going to think of a battle you know him from. But uh, he had a battle recently. It's time. It's, yeah. Hanging up, dog. Uh. Yeah. Washed. So... Um, congratulations to Sherry Shepard and those titties, um, air horns actually. LeBron James is getting a museum in his honor in Ohio. Who's building it,
1: Maverick Carter? (laughs) Uh, That would be on probably. This shit is sponsored by Interrupt Uninterrupted.
0: (laughs) And of course, it's going to be in Ohio.
1: Maverick Carter is also going to be like the head curator.
0: Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the LeBron James Museum. Head curator. He's going to be the tour guide. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And work merch booth. And work the merch booth. I'm telling you. And he's and he's going to be a little. Sh- he's going to be in the in the the statue out front. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. Um. The LeBron James Museum is coming in 2023. I rolled my eyes originally at this. I rolled my eyes. I'm not going to lie to you. Wait,
1: it's in Ohio though, right?
0: Yeah. So it's going to be the center of the economy.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's only so much money they can make off the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like,
0: look, the LeBron James Museum going to be a job creator for your ass.
1: LeBron James has been Cleveland's economy since 2003. <laughs>
0: That's not even an exaggeration. <laughs> like. It's not. It's true. <laughs> um oh man, Scott Woods gonna kick my ass to to this shit. Um Whoever Scott is, he knows it's true. Scott Woods is a is a is a premier um I'll say writer and pop culture critic, um, who and uh, uh, uh artist and so many other things, um, who is uh based out of uh Columbus, Ohio. Oh okay. Um, Shout out it, to Columbus I, I always I try I do I try to watch my mouth About Ohio
1: Jay Ross From Lone Catalyst The homie That's He's from You know what I'm saying He's from Columbus
0: you know, Okay he, he okay know okay, okay. Uh, We'll go hit it Hit it with yeah. the air horns
1: yeah. Obscure underground rap From the late 90s
0: We're not having enough Conversations about Obscure underground rap These days man well, That's <sighs> probably nobody not is. gonna i was like nobody is Nobody dude. is really
1: Cause women Don't
0: get jiggy to that shit and This but, is true They do not they do not and I'm not and, and I'm I'm not downing them for it. I'm just saying. Trust
1: me, as someone who made underground rap for the
0: night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, women are not getting jiggy to that shit, son.
0: Um so uh let's see. Uh, oh yeah. So That's I just did- started saying shit like, "Yeah, I rap for respect." <laughs> <laughs> cuz I saw you getting out of it.
1: No money, no hoes. Oh, Sorry. Man. I'm off topic.
0: Um yeah, I rolled my eyes a little bit when the LeBron James Museum came up at first, but I can't roll my eyes that hard because if somebody said they were building a Michael Jordan Museum, I wouldn't have shit to say about it. A, Even though arguably he does have a he does have a museum and it's called Nike Headquarters. That is very true. Um, and, and so I couldn't you know I so I couldn't I have to remember if that's not I'm in a weird middle generation that's not quite my generation even though I saw him come up from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always say, in, in 15 years, when LeBron is thinking about stopping playing, uh, <laughs> uh, one day we're going we're gonna to ask ourselves what the fuck the fuss was all about. And when I say what the fuss was all about, I mean, like, we're going to ask ourselves, what were we arguing about? He was the biggest and strongest nigga on the court for like fifteen years straight. What were we arguing for?
1: I just know when when you speak his name three times, Maverick Carter will magically appear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, and try to sell you, and try to sell you some shit and pitch a new show. Hell yeah, produced Hell by LeBron. Yeah. I'm, he gonna I'm, he gonna be next. And, well, we'll get to that in the listener letters. I, I did I did observe a listener letter. Um, so we'll get to that. Um, yeah, you know what? Shout out to LeBron. And, and, and to be honest, if we're going to have a, a, a museum erected in someone's honor, I guess it should be someone as community-minded as LeBron. Because for all the shit we have to say about him, whether he's a legend, whether he's not a legend, the nigga genuinely cares about reaching back and building his community up and being the money behind um, a neighborhood, not even a neighborhood, a city succeeding. It just feels. He's weird putting to build, people in college.
1: This feels weird to build a museum for a dude who's not even 40 yet. Okay, fair enough. That's weird.
0: I mean, for the
1: record, I'm not against it. I mean, he he's done incredible things for his community, and, and you know, a, as big of a Michael Jordan fan as I am, you know, when we talk about LeBron's impact to philanthropy and, and community during his playing years, correct? You know, I, I can't I can't compare the two, but Jordan was just better and got better shoes. Okay. <sighs>
0: So in a related, unrelated note, uh, this was not in the rundown. Uh-oh. Do we feel like do we feel like uh Michael Michael Jordan knocked uh, Mary J down? Not
1: that night, no. He was just I mean he, <laughs> not, not, he, that night. he, he was definitely like he was definitely palming her ass, but you know, I, I,
0: At I, some point, she's she's happily married, isn't she? Let's pretend. He, let's let's pretend. <laughs> let's pretend that that means something <laughs> to either one of them, because we all know Mike is. We all know Mike in his prime was a career philanderer. Yeah, uh, look, no doubt about it. <laughs> no hey, doubt. You know, and you know what i'm I'm gonna say it, and that is come to my attention. we have never had a re- maybe it's just my generation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We have never had any real conversations about Michael Jordan being a shooter.
1: Oh, my generation has.
0: like like do we have any names? No, you know why? Why? Is because
1: that? Mike used to have two or three people on staff that used to be Secret Service, and whenever anyone went up to the hotel room. They were doing background checks and checking ID. Oh shit! So MJ had it; he had it on lock.
0: See, all the shit I all the (laughs) shit I missed out on being a kid idolizing this motherfucker through cartoons. (laughs) God damn!
1: Mike Mike was about his business because he he wasn't gonna let it get out because he remember he was the first athlete, especially basketball star, with that level of notoriety around him. Right. So right. Yeah, at least he was connected enough to get people on staff to keep that separation between him and, you know, common people. Uh but uh, yeah, I got you. but yeah, I I can't remember. I read it a long time ago like he had two or three guys on staff that were former uh special uh secret service who were were basically filtering anyone that comes through, NDAs and everything.
0: Mm. I did not know any of that. That is interesting. Yeah. Okay. All
1: right. Niggas nowadays post that shit.
0: On. I would say you know, man. Leave, leave
1: the phone open.
0: I'm just saying. Why you know, they sleeping. Don't give a fuck. Just leave that shit on live. Uh, Jimmy Butler getting old girl caught up. Shout out James Harden. <laughs>
1: Tristan Thompson. <laughs> you know.
0: Uh, who, who was that? Uh, Paul Pierce.
1: Oh, Paul Pierce is just a fool. The difference with Paul Pierce is that he didn't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He just got fired.
0: Oh, man. Although he
1: was about to get fired. He was about to. Yeah. He was high. Uh, Shout out to Jimmy
0: Butler. (laughs) Uh, uh, Shooting shooting at Rachel Nichols? Rachel Nichols, dog. (laughs) That still still fucks me up. Um, Let me see. What else we got going, man? Oh, I don't give a fuck about Kanye's documentary. I don't. I tried. I tried. I tried to give a fuck. I've not watched a single a single installment of it. I'm not going to watch a single installment of it. Here's why. This now this is the story I heard um, the most about was that there was footage of him going into going into the offices. Um, I guess this was Def Jam or something. I, yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Going into the Def Jam offices, uh, every ten seconds playing through the wire, um, and people ignoring him, probably because they're fucking working and trying to take phone calls. And somebody literally looks over and is like, "Could you, could you turn that off real quick?" and ignoring him as he stands on tables telling everybody he's the he's gonna be the greatest rapper of all time or some shit I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck and here's why I don't give a fuck none of that is amazing to me you know why? because he was allowed to do that every day in the fucking office he had access he already had access he was already on he was he was making music with people like Pharrell. He was making music with people. He was making music with Rock Nation. He was making music with some of the greats of the time.
1: Uh, he was making music with Jay Z. He
0: was making. I mean, and he,
1: he, and he parlayed that into. I hate talking about this dude. Uh, <laughs> it's so exhausting because it's like I find him so uninteresting as a person, but he he just does. Wild shit to stay in people's mouths about it, and you know, shout out to everyone who is who has said, "Hey, man, you know, but on the cool, just watch episode two, man. Episode two was hard.
0: I, I don't care. I can't bring myself to care. I don't care. I, and it's not informing us of anything we didn't already
2: right. know, right?
0: What it's doing for people is it's reminding them of when they actually liked
1: him, correct?
0: It's that pro- it's ain't propaganda, shit, and it's propaganda. Yes." And it's propaganda at a time when he needs propaganda to remind people of when he was likable now more than ever. I just, I just, I'm so over society,
1: like bending over and, and, and like leaning into feeding narcissism, you know, it, right. This it's how people do Trump. Like, it's like the, the more narcissistic you are, the more people just will like,
4: yeah, that dude's
1: a fucking genius for what?
0: Cause he is. It's the same way with Kanye, man. Like, explain to me. Like, I was turned off by the title alone. I was going to say, explain to me. Well, yeah, it was called genius in his weird language or whatever.
1: Because he was persistent? Because he was annoying?
0: Because he was pesky? Because he's... So, basically, everybody, every, like, second and third person that's ever tried to break into the business is a genius as well.
1: I didn't have the privilege of of having the ability to...
0: Just be walking around Def Jam. Yeah,
1: like I, I, you know, I, I wasn't
0: there. Show and me the fucking work. Now, if you want to, now, now, if you, if you want to talk about through the wire, and if you want to talk about the, the, the process in making through the wire, I think I still think through the wire is a dope record. Um, if you want to go through what makes him, what makes him unique in that regard, I'll have that conversation big fan of college dropout um i keep forgetting that we are and and again we also have to remember we are living in an era of of young people who literally at this point grew up on Kanye that's what i have to
1: keep reminding myself cuz there there are people and and and, I, and and it's another reason why i don't speak up so much like it's not it's not anything to speak on but But people are drawn to what they're drawn to in their formative years. Right. Like, I remember, you know, my uncle really being into Prince, and Prince was the genius of his time. But I also remember that, you know, my parents and and other aunts and uncles who were a little bit older and even, you know, grandparents, not seeing what the hype was about Prince. Like, to this day, like, my mother was like, Yeah, Prince was all right, but he wasn't that. But there are people who live and die by Prince because – that's what they were exposed to in their formative
0: years, and it's diluted. It's diluted more and more generationally. Yeah, I, I've told you before. I went on a date, and I was, I you know, this is back when like when uh, EQ and Sav and them were doing straight no chaser. They were doing mm-hmm. the listening parties, mm-hmm. and we were gonna have, you know, we have some drinks. It was it, this is it's a pretty well for women. They always complain about niggas not planning shit. I think I planned out a nice time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Go for mark, get some margaritas. Go for a walk in the park, talk, build, and then we head over and go to this Prince listening. This is when Prince was doing like his Afrofuturism thing. Yeah, and so uh, she looks over at me and, and she's like, "So what's next?" Well, just you know, it's this little thing over at the flat. This back one's at the flat. Mm-hmm. This little thing over at the flat. Um... You know, uh, listen to some Prince, chill, have some drinks. Got some good, got some good mojitos over there. She goes, Prince. I said, Yeah, he still makes music. (laughs) Excuse, excuse you, excuse me. Did you, his royal badness? What? And she goes, I'm just saying. He was making music when my mother was in college. That's
1: when you start having conversations about splitting the bill.
0: That's when you start splitting the fucking <laughs> bill. That's when. Bill. That's when <laughs> and part of me was like, one, is your mother available? Her mother looked good. <laughs> Look, she got it from Subway. Yeah, let
1: me let me saw, let me see what your mama looks like. What she talking about?
0: No. Um, so you and she was younger than me. Let's see, I was let's see, I was closing in on thirty at the time. She was probably mid twenties, mm. young gal. So it dilutes over time, um, and so there's. That's why I always say you're not gonna see as many like westerns and cowboy movies, yeah. Because our generation is so far, well, not even not even my generation, because I remember my daddy. You couldn't tell him shit about Clint Eastwood, yeah. You couldn't tell him shit about Wanted Dead or Alive, The Rifleman, none of that shit. Mm. And I remember how hard that shit went. But as time goes on, you have actors and creators who are so far removed from that shit mm-hmm. it's hard to it's hard to tell those stories yeah the Cohen brothers are mad old so they can always tell those stories
1: yeah
0: um so yeah I so I can see about things kind of diluting over time so I get you know there are some generations that don't get Kanye some of the old people honestly some of the old people like us don't get Kanye <sighs> yeah I got him at one point, and then he just stopped. He's he stopped being he stopped looking at my demographic the same way.
1: First three albums, I got down with him. Correct, 808s and heartbreaks. I was done, and I, I was comfortable being okay with him. Like I can let people go when I stop feeling their music, and he's been like herpes since. <laughs>
0: God damn it! Like
1: just go away at this point.
0: I can admit that just being a few years behind you. I can admit. 808 Heartbreaks took some time, but Mm -hmm. that's one of the ones that I made a culpa about that grew on me. It did. And it it grew on me when I looked back and realized that so many of the people I was listening to, their sound evolved from 808 Heartbreaks. Yeah. The Cuddies, the Childish Gambitos, Mm -hmm. um, shit. Shit, now Jaden Smith, bro. Like, Jaden Smith sounds like the – the highly evolved version of 808's Heartbreaks. Uh and it's and it slaps. Um uh, his shit on Spider-Man just fucking went nuts. Yeah. But it sounded very 808 Heartbreaks. Um, so I understand the there's a so for me, maybe there's a generational disconnect in why I'm not so mesmerized by just old Kanye footage. That's what this is, because yeah. we're not learning anything new. It's just old Kanye footage. Yeah, when he was a when from back when he was a likable guy, marginally likable.
1: He was interesting back then. Correct. It was interesting. I
0: uh, you know uh, I had I I had a moment last night where I thought I was gonna wa- I thought I was gonna watch a little bit of it, and then I remembered I hadn't watched uh, the new episode of Attack on Titan yet. And there you go. So I I went that way. What's
1: more important?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Them drawing this shit out. That's what's that's what's more important right now. They drawing this shit out, fam. I still gotta catch up. Aaron, I'll just I'll just reiterate for the for the crowd, Aaron Yeager don't give a fuck. Aaron Yeager is always on his own team, goddammit. And fuck Gabby or Gabby or whatever. Gabby. Fuck Gabby. Yeah, she trash. My God. Shut the fuck up. She trash. Oh my God. We get it. You hate Aaron Yeager. Like, we get it. Fuck off. Anyway. Oh, I did want to bring this up that I found um, making the rounds very briefly early in uh, last week. Uh oh. Um, the website is called IGOTSTANDARDSBRO.com. Hmm? I should you not. I. I and it was the middle of the day, so you might have missed it. I sent you this. You did. I remember now. In the DMs. And it it it's so yeah. bad. So the fuck niggas have figured out algorithms now. Um The Fuck nigga retrograde shows no signs of stopping. And um basically they have come up with Oh, what? Is, where is it? It's, it was, it's so bad. It's called igotstandardsbro.com and basically, a woman can enter their um. <laughs> somebody has texted me about Euphoria, um, <laughs> dumbass Cassie, um, and basically, you enter your age, um, what your minimum the, the minimum height requirement, um your minimum income requirement and something else it's like it's four things it's literally just four things and you're supposed to and it's supposed to come up with um the likelihood of you getting of you getting that type right. of boyfriend or yeah. some shit And they call it like the delusion, the delusion breaker, the delusion generator, some shit. The Kevin
1: Samuels algorithm,
0: right? The Kevin. Clearly, someone who has fallaciated Kevin Samuels at some point in their at some point in their life, uh, came up with this strange invention. What is wrong with these people? I really, I. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. But I really wanna understand what the fuck is wrong with these niggas. It's cause it's not all it's these niggas. And we all know who we're talking about when we talk about these niggas. These red pill ass <laughs> Kevin Samuels pole shining fucking disciples of Tommy Tommy Sotomayor, fresh and fit niggas. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Do y'all not like pussy? And and look, I don't mean that as homophobic. But I want to understand. I don't mean that as homophobic as in there's something wrong with not liking pussy. But why does y'all's not liking pussy manifest itself in such an aggressive obnoxious way who sat in their house doing anything else in the world that could have been getting them pussy and decided to sit here and form an algorithm for how little for how little dick you think a woman can get based on them having standards what the fuck sense does that make? I really want to understand this. I hate it here. I God, I hate... It's shit like this that makes me feel like when the comic comes, we deserve whatever the fuck is coming. Yeah. We've earned this shit. Yeah. And what makes me even angrier is me asking these questions me asking what the fuck is wrong with you makes me a simp. I mean, now granted, it is fair to say the people calling me a simp, nine out of ten of them are niggas that cannot whoop me. <laughs> I think that's a fair. I think that's a that we all talk about algorithms. I think that's a fair fact to put into the algorithm. Fair. fair either have no hands or do have hands and could not whoop me. I've encountered some of these niggas out in the world. <sighs> I've seen them. They have a low center of gravity. Yeah, Most, they, most of them do not exceed 5'8". Mm. A lot of them are kappas. It's
1: tragic. Oh, it's tragic.
2: Flashlight. <laughs> anyway
0: um I don't understand what's wrong I just I don't know i it's not something we have we even have to really get to the bottom of here It's not something we have to answer here um honestly I want to bring some ladies on the show I want to bring some ladies on the show. And maybe some red pillars, and and just ask some questions. No, I ain't bringing no red pill niggas on this show. No, no I'm not doing yeah. that. No, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> my, I, no, I my my nerves ain't good enough for that. the The, the minute you start getting it, the, the minute you start getting into quoting Kevin Samuels, and when you start saying shit like how high value and shit, I'm, I'm already yeah, gonna be bored. There no, we go. I can't do all that. Uh, we will get some women on the show. I want. I I really want to hear some women perspectives, uh, because really they have to deal with these niggas the most. I would
1: like to see them use the app and read their results live on the show.
0: I want to get. I, you know what? We got to do that. I want to get some women. We should have did We should have texted Jess. Jess would have done this.
1: Okay, I'll have her. I'll have her do it and submit the results next week.
0: Okay, cool. All right, very good. Um. And, 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 you know, and we got. And, and, well, no, we, maybe we can give her a call. But I just want to hear some, what she put in. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Okay. So we'll figure that out anyway. Um, that's a pretty good place to. Oh, we're making good time. Um, that's a good place to go ahead and take a break. Um, we will be back with more foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Sober Conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Mm-hmm. Please pour up. Oh,
2: well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And honestly, we're doing it sober this week. Very Um, dry it's a it, it's a Monday and normally I would say the job uh, this week the, well last week the job kind of won the battle <laughs> but not the war yeah and uh I need and after today the the way the week wanted to start on me I might need a drink but I am trying not to retreat to that keep it on Fridays mmm um, I try not to do much on like weekdays and shit Friday is really Friday is a weekday, but it's the weekend basically right we you've you' you you are toasting because you've survived yeah um so yeah, there's that um there was a there was another question I wanted to ask about oh, euphoria, yeah, like I said, we're gonna mostly talk about euphoria in patreon, okay couple of things one uh, these aren't huge enormous spoilers well this might be um now that the season's over we can look back and and grade this in retrospect Mm -hmm. where do we think Cassie's rock bottom was um
1: it was definitely when Rue called her out. <laughs> it was definitely when Rue called her out because she she had gone through great pains to 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 terribly hide the fact that she was slipping. But rock bottom for Cassie was when Rue was just like, "Hey, um, don't look at me, look at this bitch."
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Because there are some candidates for Cassie's fall for grace, for for Cassie's rock bottom. Okay. One of which would be um, getting bust down in a construction site at like <laughs> 3 o'clock in the fucking morning.
1: But, you know, I think we also know a lot of people
0: that would do the same. Um, It wasn't at a construction site. Oh. Well, yeah, okay. I guess it was a construction site. God, damn, it was close to it. Uh, but <sighs> teenagers, you know. Um, another an,
1: now, when we when we what do we mean when we say teenagers?
0: We were teenagers, like it, it, that's why we're
1: we talking eighteen,
0: nineteen. No, yeah. oh, oh no, <laughs> oh yeah, must have been. Oh God. Probably 17.
1: seventeen. Didn't see that R. Kelly reference coming in.
0: See, don't do that. Don't huh? do that. What girls who are teenage? <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the that is one of the greatest <laughs> moments in any interview I have ever seen. Now, when we say teenage, I mean, what are we talking? And Trey had to whole, recalibrate <laughs> his whole frame of mind to understand who would even ask that question. Yeah. girls who are teenage. Because <laughs> you know, our Kelly got teenage friends. That that's not helping your case, that, bro. Not at all. Um, another another good candidate for Cassie's fall from grace would definitely be uh, throwing up in the pool, in the hot tub. That's
1: a big one. Um, now if we want to talk about, no, I think I got it. I think I got it. Okay, her rock okay. bottom. Okay. Is when Maddie took off the took off the heels and climbed on stage, and everything that happened thereafter in I, public view.
0: Imagine, imagine, imagine getting your ass whooped in public. Imagine getting your ass whooped in the school hallway. Wait, it, imagine getting your ass whooped in front of your mama. Imagine getting your ass whooped in front of your mama, who deep down knows you deserve this shit, and all the ass whooping ending with y'all chopping it up in the bathroom while the girl who whooped your ass is icing her foot.
1: But she also said, oh, we're just getting started.
0: She she did say it's just the beginning, and we don't know if it's just the beginning of uh, her and this bullshit with Nate or if it's the beginning of uh, her terrorizing her for the rest of her natural damn life. Boy, Cassie is just, you know... I, and you know what, I was always, I was going to ask what the fuck this season happened to McKay. McKay figured out he about to go D1 and found him a better grade of white woman. That's what the <laughs> fuck happened. <laughs> shit. God damn it. That's what the fuck happened to McKay. McKay got sick of this shit. We also know he ain't got no hands. so Definitely ain't got no hands. And when he saw uh, Nate take the L <laughs> on the first episode of the season. Yeah. He knew shit was only gonna get weirder from here. Yeah. And went on and got the fuck out of Dodge. Actually, if you really think
1: about it, McKay's unsung hero of this show. <laughs> because what do niggas do when white folks start
0: acting a fool? We get the fuck out of Dodge. Hey, I'm out. Y'all have got a little too white for this nigga. Yeah. Fuck, fuck <laughs> that. And somebody made a joke on uh on Twitter. They were like, who was that in the audience scream, uh, screaming at Cassie talking about? Show us your boobs. To your boobs. Somebody, was was, somebody was like, that was Sam Levinson. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Levinson has never missed an opportunity to show off Cassie's titties.
1: What I'm very happy for, though, is like the second half of the season featured almost no dicks.
0: No dicks whatsoever. Like They
1: use that quota up early.
0: Wow. I was so impressed that even it, I was so impressed that even the the point in Lexi's play where they possibly could have gotten away with dicks, yeah, because they got away with every fucking thing Everything else. else. Um, no dicks. So I was very. Impressed I mean, they by that. did
1: have a large like punching bag phallus come from the yeah. ceiling.
0: Uh, brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Um, let's see. There was another moment I wanted to highlight without uh getting too far into oh. So, still, I'm kind of like, fuck Elliot. But, I have to say, I didn't know Elliot could fucking sing. Song was too long, though, man. See, people were complaining about that. But here's my thing. I think this is perfectly on brand. I don't know how many addicts y'all have known in y'all's lifetime. But wherever there is an addict... There is a musician friend who wrote their best shit about that addict, <laughs> and decided that the that that once they've been cleaned for ten minutes, yeah, I want to play you something I've been working on, and it's all and it's entirely too personal, and it's all about them, and it's kind of really about them centering themselves in someone else's addiction, yeah, um, that is that that's on brand, that is perfectly on brand, and. Yeah, I, 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 we will see Elliot again, and he will probably be at an open mic singing. Probably so. Probably, and, and, and given that he is non-black, very likely singing "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman. Yeah. You in a, a fast car? White people ran that shit into the fucking ground. That's a wonderful song that white people just could not help themselves but to completely colonize. To this day. Uh, Anyway. Um, Time for white people must be stopped. Oh, yes. This is why I don't fuck
3: with white people.
0: White people. If ever there were a time to highlight how white people have been fucking up and... might ruin it might ruin the future of humanity from this point. Okay. It would be now. Uh, so, and now we're talking about international white people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's war. I can't even say brewing. There's war happening. Yes. Between the Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> Um, for those, uh, now, for those of you, there's a lot of people, and this is not downing anybody's intelligence or anything, because this is a lot to keep up with. There are a lot of you that the most y'all know about this shit is that Vladimir Putin is an asshole and Vladimir Putin is going to war. And in some cases, for some people, maybe that's all you need to know. Um, but... We we wanted to break it down, or we wanted to find some find a way um, to give y'all the basics, but make it fun for us because mm-hmm. we're because we're not a serious news podcast. We're not. We're not. We talked about this, Randall. You're right. Yeah, you're right. We're not. We're not a serious news podcast. Sorry. Um, got carried away. <laughs> Um, This is a repost I found on Facebook from a Lisa Brown. Um, This is breaking the uh, Ukraine and Russia crisis down in simple terms for people who have no idea what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. They broke it down to bullet points. Word. Ukraine used to be in an abusive relationship with Russia feeding him, letting him use her car, giving him whatever he asked for until she built up the confidence to call it quits back in 1991. Since then, Ukraine has been working on herself, becoming a strong independent woman with help from friends like France, America, Poland, etc., offering support, loaning her money, and helping her find her way. Uh, The Ukraine has been enjoying being single for about 30 years, uh, looking forward to, continue to grow, continuing to grow and create new friendships. Now, Russia, being the toxic ex that it is, wants her back and doesn't want her meeting new people or creating any new friendships. A couple of weeks ago, Russia started sitting in front of Ukraine's house, and when her friends asked him what he was doing there, he said, oh, nothing, just getting a little bit of exercise in, that's all. After her friends told her uh, that Russia was potentially getting ready to do something bad to her, he said, they're lying and they just want you to be scared of me and that's not what it is. Yesterday, Russia finally broke into Ukraine's house, beating her up and taking advantage of her while on live stream and uh, double dog daring any of her friends uh, to do something about it. And if they do want to smoke, Russia got that thing on them. That's more or less correct.
2: Okay. That, that sounds about right.
0: Um the Ukraine has been independent of the Soviet Union or what have you for some time. Um wanted to and <clears throat> and uh Russia wants them back. Russia's always trying to rebuild the Union, the Iron Curtain, whatever. I I don't know what they call it.
1: So Russia's future. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the Ukraine <laughs> The Ukraine is Sierra without Russell Wilson. Maybe I don't know.
0: Could not we see Vladimir Putin listening? In the future. Mm. I I feel like this is where he gets his best ideas. Yeah, I mean, it,
1: it sounds like Russia is that is that future type dude who who thinks that every ex belongs to him still.
0: Correct. Okay. Correct. Gotcha. So is, I, we're on the right. Track
1: Russia's here. future. All right. I understand now.
0: Spectacular. <laughs> you know what? On a, on, a, on a side note, I know we're I know we're focusing on white people here. <laughs> on a side note, I looked up and realized that future like future like when we talk about, you know how Jay-Z was like, you know, who's moving units M pimp juicing us back in the, back in the mm-hmm. day? Future is like a name you have to say now. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, I remember when Future started. Mm -hmm. And we all unanimously agreed that Future is a terrible rapper. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of the worst I've ever heard. Yeah. And now, like, you have to say Future's name. Yeah. When you talk about who's out here.
1: Future is a, he's a, he's a legend. Jesus. He, he, he's a vest. Oh, man. He is the OG.
0: Now, I never felt old and washed before in my letting the young people cook until that moment. Future is a name, dog. But also, like,
1: Future is 38 years old, so he's not like, He's he's your generation.
0: Oh my god. He's your people. Future is literally my age. Yes. A nigga named Nadavius is my age.
1: Nadavius Demun Wilburn.
0: Jesus fucking Christ. Uh so white people. Oh, I have to shift gears. Okay. That hurts. White people. <laughs> International white people we want to help in this conflict. Actually, I take that back. No, we don't because as it turns out, the Ukraine is racist as fuck too. Yeah. We've seen tons of footage of black people of, uh, African people of members of the diaspora, uh, not being allowed to leave the Ukraine, not being allowed to board planes, not being allowed to board trains, uh, not being allowed to uh, make a safe escape because white people have to go first. Yeah. There was literally, I literally saw footage of the ma- keeping a massive amount of uh, members of the diaspora back while one white woman. Yeah. Boarded the train. Uno. One white woman. What the fuck? Ukraine, they tripping, and they want our
2: help.
1: And they were like, you you know, it was wild. was like they, you know, their their excuses were, they were like, well, um, you know, you need to talk to your need to talk to your embassy to make sure that your passport and everything is up to date, and blah blah blah. There are people shooting. There are actual like missiles flying overhead, and you're like, hey man, you got to talk to your people.
0: And you talking about paperwork and shit? I don't shit? know.
1: I don't know. I mean, you say your name on the list. I don't know Chris. So, I mean, if you know Chris, you talk to Chris.
0: And black or that people, bullshit where you got well, call Chris. What, what, what the fuck? He can't hear the phone in there. Yeah. He, oh, man. That's. I mean, if you if, if the
1: world is truly united around something, it's that white people will always shit on black people.
0: Every time. Every time. Every. So. F- fucking time and get caught on tape doing it and be completely fly with it.
1: <gasps> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have to watch out for Ukrainians first. We have to make sure our own citizens get out first.
0: What if what what if this nigga's from the Ukraine? You hmm. don't know. You don't know. Hmm. You don't know cuz you're just keeping massive amounts of dark skinned people back. They just assume. See, see, see everywhere we fucking go. All right, least protected. All right, least protected, lowest on the food chain.
1: Just watch them. Wait till we start watching y'all's ass,
0: <laughs> boy.
2: <laughs>
0: boy, watch now. When you need somebody you consider to be physically superior yeah. on your team, like who? Don't come over asking us. Y'all got the UFC people. You saw where those UFC fighters. Who are supposed to fight? One of which is from Russia. One of which is from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Are both about to fight in this conflict? Go for it. Why don't we let them fight? Go for it. Let like let them fight and just everybody else be over it.
1: Where are my Second Amendment? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> God, don't do that.
0: You know who? De- no, no, no. Everybody who everybody they have caught on January, from January 6th? oh yeah March they ass out there if you make it
1: back you good
0: see this is where this is where people like Amanda Waller come in handy. <laughs> Amanda Waller needs to put I'll take all the yeah. people from January 6 form a little suicide squad yep and have them and have them be on the front lines they'll do something just they'll, drop just drop them in the middle. All the little loose, all the little
1: moose hats and shit. Yeah, drop them in the middle and see if they can figure out. There, there was one little funny, well, relatively speaking, funny thing that I saw today where they said there was a report of a Russian soldier saying over the, on the radio like, "Yo, uh, I don't know who to shoot at because they all look alike. Like we, they, they look just like us."
0: Oh boy, that is not going to age well.
1: So imagine yeah, so imagine if, you know, if Hiram Clark had to go to had to go to war with South Park and you like, hey, I
0: shit that nigga look like you from my hood. I, uh Oh, you'll know us. We'll be the highest ones. We'll we'll be high as shit. <laughs> we will be baked. we'll, we'll be we'll be leaned out, so Ah, there you go. There you go. Um yeah, man. Uh, like I said, there was a, there was a many things I could have picked from uh, to talk about white people fucking up, but this was clearly the main story. There was another young, I, you know, I could have. There was another young lady who um, was last seen going on a date with a white man and ended up dead, and the white man has not been investigated.
1: You're talking about the black woman that went on the date with the
0: white dude. There was another one. Oh, yeah. Well. That, so that's still happening. Yeah, it's crazy out here. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing Or for fear of getting COVID. Don't do nothing for fear of getting shot. Don't f- do nothing for fear of getting shot in a conflict between random humans and the police. Yeah, that's don't, the thing that happens. <laughs> don't uh, Don't date for fear of getting stabbed in the face. Don't do shit anymore. Don't do nothing. That's so why I stay at home. I uh, and, and I I was talking that shit about the population increase going down. Pussy's gonna be hard to come by the next two years,
1: as it should. Women, <laughs> y'all need to start rationing.
0: Well, no, wait a minute,
1: Nope. They need to start rationing. Don't wait a damn minute. Cause, cause men, 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 are, men, are act, men are stepping out of line too much. Okay. If you enough. want to solve the world's problems, yeah. Ration the vagina. Oh man. Withhold it until you get what you want. Oh, you're about to start some pussy embargoes. If if we want to
0: overturn the uh the, the abortion shit in Texas Stop smashing. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That is a now that is a old white men thing. You need to leave that to the old white men. I mean, you can you can target. Because you know niggas are pro abortion. Yeah. What? Wait, no, no, wait no, a minute.
1: What I, what I'm saying. <laughs> we, the niggas I know that are pro abortion, you you know, they consider that as like the first line of birth control.
0: But yeah, maybe that What I'm right.
1: saying is you can target whom you withhold from I'm not saying you got to withhold it from Everyone but Correct. you but know your Audience know your audience Okay hey you're Affecting our voting rights we, We're going to withhold it from these people If a if, if 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 the price of gas Is too high Stop fucking the oil execs
0: Ah uh, yeah Yeah
1: you know what I'm saying because that
0: a, shit is about to go up.
1: I'm just saying, man. Just like...
0: It's already gone up. It's already it's already doubled. So I'm, I'm just saying, man. The, the, so there we go. That, what lies- that is your platform, the pussy embargo. Exactly. That, that's all you got to do.
1: Oh, boy. You want to stop violence in Chicago? Start fucking them more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Send all your comments to... D. Randall. I'm just saying. That is Damien at Randall at Damien Randall on Twitter? <laughs> niggas
1: notice that like there's an inverse curve between incels and gun violence.
0: Okay, now that's true. That's what I I'm did saying. just get through saying that these that these niggas are doing anything in the world but out but being out getting pussy. Yes. And this is what they have to show for it. Just saying. Lack of productivity. Um, send your racist stories, send your real life racist encounters
1: Someone told me that cryptocurrency was Mary Kay for
2: men <laughs> Wait a minute
1: <laughs> Cause it's true Cause it's true
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Also <laughs> If more Shit. people are having sex we don't have to hear as much about NFTs.
0: <laughs> God damn it, yes.
1: Because people are out doing real things in the real world. Correct. I'm telling you, the embargo is real, man. If 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 you want to get your way, you, you have to adjust the levels of of of, you know, of smashing. That's true. In order to, you know, in order to
0: That's true. We have we have to adjust the, the amount of fucking that happens. Yes. Uh yeah, I agree. Yeah. your racist stories. <laughs> Send your race, your real life races encounters, along with your listener letters, uh, questions that you might have for myself, D. Randall, or anyone you ever hear on this podcast. They have a ton
1: of questions now.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what Please. drugs are you on? And can you recommend them?
0: Please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com, or you can log on to opinionswildblack.com dot where uh, you can. Uh. Find ways to listen to us uh, if you get more information about Houston's Most Savage Podcast. Find ways to buy merch. And, of course, uh, ways to get in on our Gas Money Giveaway. Oh, By yeah. the way, <clears throat> uh, the latest winner of the Gas Money Giveaway is, did, did, did we announce it last week?
1: We announced someone last week, but
0: I i think we announced, I, I was drinking we, and forgot the name. Well, yeah, congrats, congratulations to <laughs> Nostarchia. Yeah, I remember uh, Lestartia's name. Yeah, yeah, congratulations to Listarcha. Uh I'll be announcing another winner soon. Um, so until then, what you can be doing is just go on to com, go all the way to the bottom, subscribe you, subscribe with your email, and uh, I'll be in touch with you to tell you whether or not you have won gas money and merch.
1: Gas money will not be adjusted for inflation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um we will be back with your listener letters and the top three STFUs. You are listening to Houston's Most Savage Podcast, Pour Up. And we are back. Mm-hmm. We are black.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We are opinionated. Mm-hmm. And we do not need liquor to have a good time. No. I don't know. We just like it. We're not having it today, though. We
1: just have to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we got we, shit to do in the morning. We just have We're to have all. a work day and just
1: unload after that shit.
0: Right. Um, time for your listener letters. Uh, first one is from the People's Critic. Oh, what up, Tim? What up, Tim? Uh, question. Why do people hate LeBron so much? Ah, uh, Well. Well, Tim, that's a valid question. There there's a couple of reasons.
1: Also, Tim is a Lakers fan. <laughs> but this is a valid this is a valid question coming from him. I'll um, let you go
0: first. So, honestly, there are people that are obligated when you talk about niggas and the way niggas talk about sports, there are just some people that are obligated in in their rise to greatness to get a degree of hate. They're going to get a degree of hate, and they, it's just baked in with the territory. In my case, yes, I'm going to say it. In, in, in the prime of his career, I hated Kobe. Hated Kobe. I did. I didn't – like – what he did for basketball, I recognize and respect in retrospect. But at the time, I didn't think any of that shit was cute about him being at practice cussing, cussing the other players out and shit. Now, granted, I was too young to know that Mike, that Michael Jordan was doing that too. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but I didn't think any of that shit was cute. I didn't think that I, I – that wasn't in my mind what I had to be a leader. There are people who come from that era who see LeBron, who watched LeBron come up, and LeBron has come up as a different kind of leader, or has he, but as a different kind of leader, Um, who leads by example. And I think, and I don't want to disrespect any other players that are worthwhile, but I think. We come from a generation where so much of basketball is rooted in showboating, is so rooted in adultery, much like hip-hop, that what LeBron does looks different. LeBron is very self-aware.
1: He is. I I think a a big part of... the the perceived hatred of LeBron is the perceived history of opportunism. So, you know, it was a good story to start, you know, boy from Akron as, as he will hashtag you to death, let you know, just a kid from Akron who gets to, you know, who comes straight out of high school and plays for the hometown team is exceptional to start off with, um, Carries the team as far as he can at that point and then apparently betrays that legacy to, to go play in Miami. Yeah. So that was the first that was the first real stain on, on his character. Um, you know, had fun in Miami. Those were some good years. Those those were some fun years of basketball to watch, and then came back to Cleveland and got him one. And came close the second time, but then Jr. Smith fucked off the rock, <laughs> and and LeBron, LeBron basically was on some A. Hey, I gave y'all one, and went to and the perception is he went to L.A. to to further his 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 interests outside of basketball. So you see now that he's in Los Angeles, he has interrupted. He has all these other things, all these other initiatives that are happening. Uh, in the world of entertainment and so forth and and the perception is that he's an opportunist now, um, even right. aligning himself with Anthony Davis and, and other superstar teams, and people are reveling in the fact that the Lakers actually sucked this year because of his reputation, perceived reputation as an opportunist. And I, right. and, I, and I think at this part, this point in his career where he may not win again. Um, he's padding the stats. You know, he, he just passed Kareem for all time combined uh, points, um, to which nobody cared because again, they're just like, eh, we're kind of over it at this point. You're just padding the stats. Um, I, I think what it really boils down to Tim, the people's critic is LeBron overload. I, I think right now people are just, people are just kind of over it. And it's kind of like, all right, dude, you've been in the league for 18, 19 years. We we get it. You're waiting for your son to come to the league so y'all can be the first father and son team to play at the same time. We get it. Um, there's, just, there's really nothing left for him to do that'll impress anybody.
0: That's true. That's true. And going back to your point about him uh, leaving Cleveland, um, <clears throat> I think that that was. I think that there was a lot of old heads realizing that the era of, you know, being starting out with a team and becoming the face of that team, being the heart and soul of that team, for the for the lion's share of your career was kind of over. Mm-hmm. There's no more of the days where Elijah won – was the heart and soul of the Rockets, and did it till he could physically not do it anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and that that perceived team loyalty just isn't there anymore. The money's too. The money's too big. The players are getting too smart mm-hmm. about how to market themselves and how to leverage what they do. Um, so you're just not going to see that anymore. You're going to see people that want to win. And you in at that at that time, that little alliance that LeBron formed mm-hmm. with old boy and old boy with a uh, oh with um well, no. Um uh Dwayne Wade does not deserve to be called old boy. Chris Bosh does. <laughs> um <laughs> um I never understood Chris Bosh actually. I I'm, I'm a, as an old school basketball nigga and I quote my I quote my father on this. Mm. I have never seen a nigga that big so consistently at the top of the fucking key. My dad did not understand that shit. How the fuck are you how the fuck are you this big not playing any defense and always got your ass at the top of the key somewhere? The game was changing. <laughs> My now, dad did not get that. Now shit.
1: granted, by the time Chris Bosch went over to Miami, he was actually probably a top ten player in the league. He was he was very good at the time.
0: I had to give him his credit so it made towards sense. the end.
1: Now when he was when he was pouring that bubbly on his face, like
0: Yeah, he, he, he like, Cal Jacobs, that. like Cal Jacobs. Like Cal Jacobs.
1: That was that was a little bit of a different story. Let's let's hear it for the boy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, having said that, that and even that level of sports management, that was something we haven't we had never seen right. from players. Right. And it was the first sign that these players were getting mad smart. Because if if a if a GM had done that, mm-hmm. if a coach had leveraged that, mm-hmm. Uh, we would have said it was good sports management. Yeah, but the fact that they did it for themselves and marketed themselves and leveraged their value for mm-hmm. themselves—that was niggas doing what niggas are supposed to do in these situations.
1: Yeah, and 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 if I take off my cynic hat for a moment and and get down to the root of what it is that of the root of what's what this perceived dislike of LeBron is. Uh-huh. It is exactly that. It is it is a is a black man with wealth and power fully realizing what he's capable of doing. Correct. And uh, you know, that that is my uncynical answer to that question. Um he's doing everything that um Wayne Gretzky or Tom Brady or you know fucking
0: Peyton Manning Peyton Manning would be applauded for
1: they would be applauded for right you know if they were doing if they were doing everything that lebron is doing um, don't
0: have a fifth of the character lebron has
1: and the thing is we 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 have this perception of black success that well we have an incomplete picture of what black success looks like because we 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 don't really get to see it on the level that he's doing it where his his primary profession is probably his least significant contribution, correct? Because again, what he does philanthropically, you know, he has a whole fucking school system,
0: sends kids to college,
1: yeah, sends kids to college, um, you know, and 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 all these other things that he does, he's he's doing everything that we say we should be doing if we're in that position for our community, and and I think that. You know, because because people are not used to seeing black people at that level of success with with the with the tenacity and with the consistency that he's done, we we tend to we, we tend to hate, we tend to frown on it. The, the nigga doing too much. No, he's doing
0: he's everything, doing literally everything that
1: we would expect people to do. You know, he, he's not a fucking jay was say where he's, he's, where he's, he's a poster every, boy for some shit. I
0: was going to say, he's doing everything that we complain Jay-Z does not do.
1: Right. So, you know, I, I say that. Yes, I get tired of seeing LeBron all the time, but I also am very fully aware that he represents everything that we expect that people in his position should do. Right. That's my final answer. It's
0: pretty good. It's pretty good. DJ Byrne wants to know. This question is for Oz and D. Randall. How do you want to be remembered? Damn. Well, y'all questions be hitting on Monday. That's all. That is a. Well,
1: I'll be dead, so it doesn't matter. But, um. I've always had trouble with with questions like this because i i i don't i don't really i i think it it's so forward looking that you're you're trying to paint a picture of what you want people to to, to remember of you after you're gone where i try to i try to think about what people think of me now that i'm living. Like what, what do people think about me now and and whatever I am now, if you choose to remember me, just, just carry that, you know, into the, into the afterlife or, or or whatever you, you know, in memoriam or whatever you want to call it. Um, so if I frame it that way, I don't know, man, I I just want people to, (sighs) so hard, like just think of me as like a genuine person. Yeah. That that's really that's really all I can say. Is I, I try to
0: That's I, the best thing anybody can be, honestly.
1: I've become more self conscious of of who I am and how I affect people. And I, right. and I and I and I and I truly try to have true intentions despite me hating the shit out of people like Wendy Williams and and you know, Kevin Samuels and, and whoever the fuck else. Yeah. I I genuinely want the best for people close to me. And and people, you know, people in my circle. So I, I, I want to be seen now as a just as a genuine person with good intentions. Um. And and hopefully, you know, whenever I pass, I I hope you remember me the same way that you remember me in life. That, that's that's really the only way I can put it. Right.
2: Sure.
0: Um. My my answer is twofold. Um, as far as creatively I am learning this about myself now I've had this conversation with myself recently when I looked up and realized the million and one things I'm doing simultaneously Mm. someday somebody's gonna look back that is if any of my work has any profound effect on any human uh, which these days is slim but so one day, if all goes according to plan, somebody's going to look back and go, You remember Oz? And then somebody goes, the Podcast dude. And somebody else goes, I thought he was a comic book writer. And somebody else goes, I thought he did spoken word. And then somebody else goes, No, he's a photographer. Mm hmm. No, he was a comic book critic. He wrote, he wrote. for Black Nerd Problems. He was one of. The, he was one of the founding members. He's like the. He's, he's like the Justice League. except <laughs> except he's like probably like the Flash or Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, and somebody and just and somebody when you look back and went, wow, he did a lot of shit and he did a lot of shit because he wanted to yeah and taught himself how to how to create these lanes for himself um if he could do it and keep a job well goddamn I could probably do that mm-hmm. and that would be a great effect to have on somebody the other side of that is i would like to be remembered as somebody who believed in you? Who believed in you? Who believed that we or y'all or we or us can do better? Yeah, and that we can do that any little thing we do to make the world around us better than the way we left it matters. Mm-hmm. That matters. Um, Even though they might grade us on a curve.
1: Oh, uh, leaving the world a better place. Cause, yeah, man.
0: Some people are fucking it up. Yeah, you gonna have to you lean hard on that a for effort. <laughs> um. Uh. That's yeah. That's I mean. That's that's pretty much it. You know, for all the that for all the shit I talk, I, I it's because I want us to do better than what we're doing. Um, deep fried Danny. Hey, haven't heard from you in a long time. Uh hey y'all, been behind on episodes due to the big move from the dirty D. Uh, but I'm officially back home in Houston. Hey, hey. Air horns. Survive Dallas. Uh right? We talking about Dallas or Detroit? Dallas. Oof. Uh thanks for the list of things to know. I'm in the Tomball area and I shan't be judged.
1: Damn. I was about to judge. Yeah, I was about
0: to judge <laughs> you. I'm not gonna lie. On another note, if you hit the lotto, you almost made it to Houston. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. Uh, on another note, if you hit the lotto, and I mean big lotto, uh, who would you tell? What's the first thing you'd buy? And how soon would you quit your job? First of all, the how soon would you quit your job? That's not a fair question to ask me because it would take it would take the tax that I would have to pay on lottery money to quit my job. It would take less than that. <laughs> Whatever the tax is that you have to pay on lottery money, take a zero off and I will still quit my fucking job. Uh, so that's not a f- fair question. Um first thing I'd buy, I would make I would make my garage. Into the man cave, I've always wanted to make it. Man cave slash office. Uh, most of the stuff, most of the stuff would be me, uh, fixing up my house, basically. Um, have a, have a party area out in the backyard. Uh, have my study in the garage. Mm. Study slash studio. Um, the first thing I'd buy how soon would I quit my job and who would you tell oh who would I man no fuck that nobody <laughs> you just wonder you would just wonder you just wonder, you yeah. just wonder is, Oz, is, is Oz selling drugs yeah has Oz become a drug king pin by night is Oz ghost no you wouldn't wonder if I was ghost cause I'm actually I'm, I'm actually a pretty good actor wow Amari Hardwick is the worst um yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much my thing. I probably would. I'd probably tell a handful of people, um, just because I don't. There are certain people I don't want thinking that I'm a drug dealer, or they won't give me any pussy. Um, that's wow. probably about it. Um, uh, so I, I I'd probably I, would keep my job and look for an excuse for somebody to piss me off. And I can quit my job and buy the lot, and. Uh, Keep everybody hired for nothing. So, I would
1: quit my job so fast <laughs> that I wouldn't even let them know I quit. I would just, not, I would just stop showing up, <laughs> and just genuinely not care. I, I, you know, I, I actually like my job and I like what I do. So I might be, I might no, I would just not.
0: I would just be like, eh, yeah, I'm not going. He just Nobody really knew what happened with that nobody, situation? Just, and they can call. I'd be like, oh, hey, what's up?
1: Uh, yeah, you yeah, haven't been to work in three days. Looking for you. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no explanation. Um, who would I tell? I would tell... I would tell the people that are pinned at the top of my 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 text <laughs> conversations. There's like six people up here that I would tell, um including immediate family. Um, that's who I would tell. First thing I would buy I would buy my own island or township. Hmm. In some unincorporated territory where nobody can fuck with me,
0: you responsible motherfucker. Just buy a
1: little township, and, you know. In the the six people <laughs> that I tell, hey, if y'all want to live someplace, you can come crash with me in the, at the compound in the township. <laughs> you know, everything that you need right here, as long as Amazon delivers. You know, uh, I just. It, it, Lottery quest is also fun because sky's the fucking limit. I I I I think I would still be a good person, but also I would just I would try everything in my power to spend as much of it as I could before I die. Correct. And try to do everything.
0: See, the best answers come from niggas. Who are old enough to have seen Brewster's Millions? You know, (laughs) that's kind of how I feel about that. Yeah,
1: you know, I I pass some to the nieces and nephews. Like, hey, man, y'all, even though you know your grandparents already gave you enough, let me let me hit you off here
0: and holler. I'm spending the rest. Oh yeah, and and those those just random money drops where people wonder, but they're like, that was a lot of money.
1: I would only spend my money on black owned businesses for the rest of my life <laughs> on
0: purpose. <laughs> yes. See, you can make decisions like that. Yeah. I'm only I'm only I'm only uh, buying from businesses with the letter E in them. You know, <laughs> shit like that.
1: Yeah. Like whatever whatever city or country I mean, I'm like, where do black folks at? I am only buying wares from there.
0: Oh shit. Here comes David Santiago. Oh, we can. David Santiago wants to know: Can you talk about one of the top five best days of your life? Who,
1: right? Okay. Um. You actually, we you actually have to take account
0: of like our life. Oh man! God damn, David! Fuck. Oh, I think he. I, I think he. I think he broke Randall. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough one. That's a that's a, that's interesting. But it's good to recount on in these hey, in these trying turbulent times that I
1: can talk about publicly.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Uh <laughs> I, I, Okay. Here we go. My fortieth birthday party. Oh shit. My fortieth birthday party. I mean, there, there was nothing scandalous about it, but I I haven't really celebrated birthdays throughout my life like i'm not sure i'm not that dude you know like tell me happy birthday we go to dinner whatever cool
2: cool
1: yeah for my 40th though i decided six months ahead of time it's like you know what man it's time to celebrate life this was a couple years removed from a traumatic event and i was like man you know let me let me get all, all all the friends together from you know different walks of life Bring them together in one place, man. And even though it's I mean, I guess it's technically about me, it was really just about having a bunch of good people together in one place. And shout out to everyone that fell through, man. Uh it was it was great. Um I it, it was the first time that I've had pretty much everybody who is you know significant to me in my in my life. But younger than my parents in in one place, and it was just a it was just a dope vibe and it and it it affirmed to me that I did a very good job of choosing my friends because they're all good people oh, all good people. Sorry you weren't there. I just didn't really know you like that yet
0: that's yeah, all good
1: but it was a great night um, mm-hmm. had thirty drinks before I stopped. And I actually danced. There's video of it. I'm not sharing it.
0: Oh boy. Um Wow. Top five best moments of my best moments of my life. Probably when I first probably the first year And I, now
1: somebody's gonna listen to this say, Hey, I wasn't there though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I would say that first year, twenty twelve was a transformative year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when I first started really deciding to like travel outside of Texas. And I went to New York for the first time. Hey, hey. This, this was actually probably the second time I went to New York because I went for kind of a group link up thing. And then I went, I decided to go back for my birthday. Hmm. Um, and so it was such an interesting few days. And, I, we did some. Of, I mean, I did some of everything. And I, like, like I met a. I met a girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was, all I was traveling was a was a big thing. Yeah. Outside of Texas. Um. You know, I met a met a pretty girl on the train and shit. And, mm-hmm. Um. Went to my first little block party. And, um. It was a it, well. The Brooklyn Museum has this great has, has this great kind of party vibe first Saturday of every month. Uh, it's gotten a little corporate and themed and like you, and like streamlined now, but back then it was just it was a fucking block party. Yeah, you can bring your kids, whatever. It was good fun. Um, we had a good time there, and then we moved on. My homeboy, shout out to the Braffs. Shout out to Dave and Remy. Uh, lit BKNY in the house. Mm-hmm. They had a homeboy. I think it was him and like two or three other people who were all celebrating their birthday at the same time. A place called Cornerstone. It's not there anymore. And we went to that from the Brooklyn Museum. This shit was so lit. I had not. I had not partied in New York this way yet. When I say the party did not end, we got there at ten o'clock or something. The party did not end until like five thirty in the fucking morning. Mm. I had not partied this way ever. Damn my country bumpkin Texas ass. We when I say it's
1: like the scene from Small Axe,
0: huh? <laughs> Yes, when about the 11, 30, 12 o'clock hour came around and the dance hall portion of the evening began. every First of all, there was liquor at everybody's table. Everybody was clear and dark, whatever. Everybody was getting fucked up. It was a fucking mess by midnight. I had my tie wrapped around my head like I was fucking Rambo. I oh I, oh god I was so fucking dorky. I had I had like nice button down and tie and my nice shoes. Mm. I was boy I was I was coming to cut up. All of that was out the window. I sweated through all that shit. Sweated through all that shit. Looked like the scene from Small Axe, dog. <laughs> Fell. it was just and it, it the party. It was so live that the chick. That The the chick that was a part of the crew at the time, uh, Allison, was like, I'm hungry. You want to go get something to eat? We went up up the street. We got something to eat. Came back. Shit was still lit. Dave was outside having a cigarette. He met Louis C.K. Randomly. That's another thing. It's not impressive in New York to meet famous people. You just randomly run into them. But that was pretty big for him because he was a big Louis C.K. fan. Um, sweating a fucking mess. Five thirty rolls around. The cops have to break it up.
1: Mm. Best kind of party.
0: Be- best kind of party. And then we had to go. And then we, and then we end up the, the, a bunch of us going to get something to eat. I was
1: gonna say, it's breakfast time after that,
0: fam. It's breakfast time. We we're all at Arch Diner, which is one of the oldest diners in Brooklyn, having a good time. Uh, it was lit and then after that we end up with the, with some of the crew at a, a place in like I don't even know where it was I forgot where it was. it was it was Gentrified Brooklyn and we end up turning up there I'll show you some pictures one day end up turning up there getting dinner the next morning same deal I had never had this level of fun Ever, where I did where I did not come back to my hotel until the sun was up.
1: Now could late thirties odds hang the same?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I whole and I wholeheartedly intend to upon my return. All right, that may happen this year. It's going to be a fucking mess, boy. It's going to be a mess when I turn forty. You got to take a physical before we're having forty. <laughs> And we're going to have a pajama jam. I'm going to have a pajama jam in my 40s. When I turn 40, we're going to celebrate. I'm going to have a pajama jam. And it's going to be a pajama jam the lights of which you have never seen. Damn. I'm calling it. I'm claiming it. Damn. God damn it. Okay. God damn it, David Santiago. Also, I got to get at him. I probably owe him some pages. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, some comic pages. Life has gotten, life. Life has been winning the battle. <laughs> um, Understood. Thank you, guys. Hey, hey. Uh, opinionswhileblack.com. Uh, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. That's how you get in touch with us. So forth and so forth. It is time. It's been a good journey today. It is time for the top three SDFUs. It's
2: time.
0: Who are the top three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Uh, we're gonna go ahead and knock it out. And do you want uh do you want to uh, do, do Patreon just next ne- just next weekend or what? Yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next weekend. Yeah. yeah, get get one more on our belt. Um, yeah. Uh, top three. Who needs to shut the fuck up? It is. Oh, we got runners up. Runners up are Bow Wow. Bow Wow is upset that we think he's corny. There was a there was like a meme going around about who the corniest of the corny is and it was like Will Smith, Drake, uh, somebody else and like Bow Wow. And they were like dude, it was like who who's the corniest?
1: These are all true.
0: And Bow Wow was so offended that we found him corny. Um he that's an opinion he is allowed to have and um, is our opinion that we are allowed to not give a fuck what he thinks Correct. about us believing the truth that he is corny. Which he is. So, Bow Wow, shut, shut the fuck the up. Fuck up! Um, Charles Oakley <laughs> is a runner Where the hell up. did he come from? Charles Oakley fixed his mouth to say that Giannis would not leave the bench. If he were playing in Charles Oakley's day.
1: Giannis Antetokounmpo.
0: Yes. That he would not leave the bench.
1: Okay. Yeah, Allen Houston was also on his team, so definitely.
2: <laughs> I um, mean...
1: and old Derek Harper was on that Knicks team, so definitely. And if we go back to the Bulls... I mean, shit, half the team that was... It, Oakley was with the Bulls before Jordan was. This is correct. So, name one person that played for the Bulls before Jordan got there. Giannis Atacumpo was better than them.
0: And we have, and one of these days, old heads, we're going to have to have a real conversation about how Charles Oakley was not that good. That nigga was just violent. He was just violent. Which is what everybody was back in that day. All the niggas who all say, oh, they couldn't have survived in our league, it's because they don't fight. He was a football player playing basketball. Like,
1: <laughs> people like, man, Rick Mahorn was good. No.
4: Was...
0: <laughs> that nigga was just forceful. <laughs> Did you say Rick Mahorn? Yeah. <laughs> I did that with the air
1: horns. Rick Mahorn a legend, but all he did was like run into people and people <laughs> ran into him.
0: Larry Johnson.
1: Hey, No, nah, LJ was good, though. Yeah, LJ, LJ was good.
0: Uh, LJ was violent. <laughs> but he was also, I mean, he was also. LJ like, was like Carl Malone violent. Carl Malone had one move.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was. An run effect. straight. <laughs> That's Air Horse. <laughs> um. Oh man, this isn't even the three. Um, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> number three is Kanye West. Oh, I'm, for obvious reasons. I'm glad he's that low. He is. He is. He is sunken in the. It just. It's not a. Because it's not even effective for comedic or shock value anymore. It's corny. He is this nigga is this nigga is bothering the shit out of everyone he comes into contact with except his fucking divorce lawyer. Be going, son. I seen him, I seen him walking
1: around with a uh, as someone called a, a a Kim Kardashian that he order, ordered from Amazon.
0: <laughs> he ordered that shit from Wish, fam. Cuz this chick
1: is definitely a Kim clone.
0: Well, you know that now that is when you have sunk in. To the bottom. That is when you were fallen from grace. When you, when you start dating the clone. Because you know Timbaland. When he couldn't. When, uh, when he couldn't. Co- when he couldn't get with Aaliyah. Or you know as normal people call it. Uh, coerce her into. Into consent. Um, he married a chick that looked just like Aaliyah. Yeah. And Robin Thicke. When. When Paula Patton had had enough, he married a chick who literally looks like Paula Patton's white half. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And now here's Kanye marrying all of the attractive all of the attractive parts of Kim Kardashian assembled badly. Um, it's not cute anymore. You're bothering everyone but your divorce lawyer um just stop yeah we know you're it, it, we understand that you that you don't have anything to do because you're making such good time only being a few days late with Donda too <sighs> um but stop there's no merit in it anymore there's nothing to unpack anymore it's just weird and creepy and invasive and uh, your your kids are not better for it. Most importantly, uh, jokes aside, your kids aren't better for it. So just stop. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, man.
2: Shut the fuck up.
0: Number two, uh, is a new is a new uh addition to the top three. Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked. Cool. Uh so Randall's not gonna know who this is. This is a this is a um uh, a long-time member of the the gossip blogs or uh, uh, the black blogosphere, as I call it. Gotcha. Um, Jason Jason Lee runs Hollywood Unlocked. He's basically the nigga version of Perez Hilton. Um, and what I mean is that you know, in the way that Perez Hilton's a piece of shit. Um, basically, Jason Lee is a uh, is a forty plus year old queen gossiping about people half his age, while all while having in sync year one hair. <laughs> what? <the? laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has in sync the the college years hair, like he like wow. like like you know he has the in sync prequel hair. But not like Justin Timberlake, more like like fucking Chris Kirkpatrick. Wow, the shit locks. Okay, so maybe JC. There you okay. go. And that's a step up from him spending the past ten years uh, being a grown man with bangs. Mm. Genuine gave up his gave up his baby hair before Jason Lee. If he can put down the toothbrush and gel, so can you, sir. Damn. Um why am I ra- why am I railing on Jason Lee? Jason Lee is a um is a shit stain on the undergarments of real journalism. Damn. Uh how do we know this because he recently tried to break a story or break a lie um that the that Queen Elizabeth had been canceling events for uh days because according to sources within the Within Buckingham Palace, that apparently will talk to won't talk to anybody but Hollywood. Unlock. <laughs> apparently, the Queen had been dead for days. Oh, okay. Now, I don't personally give that much of a fuck about the monarchy, nor should I, nor should you. But there is still a thing called good taste. There's still a thing called tact. In the in, in the wake of how TMZ handled Kobe's death, we should be past this need to be first in announcing whether or not someone's dead. There's no benefit. None. None. Nobody's going to remember you, Jason Lee, for it. There are so many other ridiculous things about you to remember you for. How Has
1: anyone ever been remembered for being the first to announce that somebody's dead?
0: And lauded for it? No. Yeah. No. Hell no. Nor should they be.
1: Bro, oh, you remember that one time, man?
0: All that comes up now is when is when they fucked over Kobe. Yeah. And everybody's like, man, and everybody looks at Harvey and TMZ like, man, you, you nigga's Niggas did Kobe kind of dirty, yeah. And whoever sold that information to you did Kobe kind of dirty, did Vanessa dirty, dirty, did hella dirty, yeah. Um, honestly, they did. There's a whole and what and the other part of this is that even though it's not a one-one comparison, it's not the same, but it the feeling of it smacks of how Princess Di died of this shit. Mm. It's very reminiscent. It's just the ugliness of it. And I always say this on the show, and if you're playing Opinions While Black Bingo, I was about to talk about two landmark landmark moments in fucking uh, tabloid journalism. One of them was when Princess Di was killed. And the other one was when Michael Jackson died. TMZ looks way different now than it did before Michael Jackson died because it had to mea culpa, all that wacko jacko shit that people like TMZ allowed for. Mm -hmm. Princess Di passed. The tabloids and the paparazzi look way different after that than before, which is kind of how TMZ came up. Jason Lee is, one, is... not important enough to be partaking in this shit. He's not important enough um, for anybody to care whether or not he was first. If we didn't care you were first, if we didn't care you were trying to be first in breaking whether April Jones and Lil' Fizz were fucking, we definitely don't care about how you feel about the fucking monarchy. Don't. Find something else to do with your time. Find someone else to do your hair. And kindly shut the fuck up. up! Jason Lee is the worst person. Like, the way white people want to punch Perez Hilton in the face for the way he did Britney Mm -hmm. is the way people want to fuck Jason Lee up for how he treats for how he treats everyone in the fucking news. Like he's a step down from Wendy Williams. Damn. Except Wendy Williams has actual credibility to her name somehow. Somehow. Jason Lee can suck a whole dick. But he'd enjoy it. The number one person who should shut the fuck up, really, I, I meant to this to be a joint shut the fuck up, is DJ Academics. It's really DJ Academics and Tory Lanes. Uh, Both of these niggas need to chill. I don't Understand the ongoing obsession with fuck niggas and Megan the Stallion. I don't understand it. They can't have her. I, <laughs> <laughs> that is their horse. It's, it's what it boils down to every time. I for the life of me. I mean, they I mean they are just obsessed with any time they can find something to talk about involving Megan the Stallion, something they find negative. And they run it into the fucking ground. Remember when they dug up Megan's grades? She was still a three point something. You niggas, and you niggas, and your and your derived and your DeVry degree. Talking about somebody else with a three point something, suck a dick. DJ Academics thinks Megan the Stallion owes her an apology. The reason DJ Academics thinks Megan Stallion owes her an apology is because this nigga came out and tried to break a story, a lie. Are we sensing a theme here? A lie. That none of Tory Lanez's DNA was found on the gun that shot Megan Stallion. That 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 is an untruth. The DNA results were in. Conclusive. That is not the same thing as no evidence was found. That is a lie. That is a and, and not only that, it's a it's a half truth. It's one of those. Well, technically, technically, eat a black on dick, nigga, and. When called to the mat about it, he was dragged on social media for this, and Tory Lanez was dragged right with him for riding his dick about it. Tory Lanez is the is the other worst nigga because he decided he wanted to get into it with partisan with partisan Fontaine, but he only wants to get into it with this nigga on social media because Party eventually said, "I don't do this. Yeah, just drop the location." Yeah. Now, drop the location. Get off of Twitter, drop the location. And he didn't want to do that. Because he's a fucking coward who shoots women in the fucking foot.
1: Feet. Like, it's the only time he hit anything.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and DJ Academics, I'm not going to play all of this, but. Basically, this was this nigga speaking, speaking on his own behalf on Van Lathan's podcast, Higher Learning. See if I can get this going. That's not right. That's Spotify. It's a bot, but it's Spotify.
4: (laughs) Good to go. I'm leaving that shit up. You're leaving it up. I'm leaving that up. (laughs) If it wasn't so, like throughout the even though Rogan uh, throughout the rest of the day. There we go. Um, Here we go. You Sorry, started
0: y'all. going back and forth with Meg The Stallion.
4: Yeah, she, you and she was incredibly disrespectful to me. Meg The Stallion, I'm you insane. feel like you feel like <laughs> hold on. You wait a second. Wait a second. Let me jump back. You feel like Meg The Stallion disrespected you incredibly. You know, like she 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 um she besmirched my name. She really um. But stop. She, she,
1: she First she really of all, does. when a nigga says besmirched, he's
0: lying. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> that was the first thing. This nigga said besmirched. Spell besmirched. A academics. word he learned
1: earlier that day.
4: <laughs> Play with me. You know, like I was some liar or, or to me, the ultimate form of disrespect in what I do, call it a blogger or media person or whatever. Wait, 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 wait. Means- hold on real quick. Are you, are you, do you think that Meg the Stallion owes you an apology? I mean, yeah, I do. I know. I'm sorry. For
2: what? Wow. For what? So, so, so,
4: this motherfucker is beautiful. You think she owes you an apology? Yeah. <laughs> That's the... Hold on, hold on. All right. So, 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 here's the thing. First of all, right? Uh huh. And, and this is a part people also are jumping past. Right. By the way, I, I granted, and I get it that she's the victim in the case, so she definitely has a very close personal tie to it. But she got shot. Hold on. Hold on. No. But yeah. The way she attacked me is like, I said, she's a liar. You get what I mean? Now, granted, and by the way, in me explaining it, I said, if she corrected me on the wording, as you guys have a different opinion about how I should have put it out or how it should be said, cool. I would have no problem with that. She jumped out and made a very serious accusation to me. And uh, again, I know it's not, it's not violence, but, just like how she was able to blame Tori with her allegedly her back turn of shooting her. You're going to throw my brand in front of 22 million Instagram followers saying that I'm a pawn working for Tori to cook up stories against him?
0: Stop it. Stop it. No. Young. No. Nigga, did you really compare a woman getting shot in the fucking foot and manhandled out of the car by the police? To someone talking bad about you on social media? Did you make that comparison, my nigga? This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong with podcasting. This is what's wrong with... This is why niggas with podcasts can't have any fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Because bitch-ass niggas with podcasts like this... Like you. Bitch-ass niggas with podcasts like this one take their brand... Fall in love with their own legend that they made up in their own fucking head, and run with it. And run with it at the at the expense of black women. Whether whether you believe whether no matter what you believe about what happened in that car, Megan the What happened with Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez is a Rorschach painting. Is a Rorschach drawing and how people look at it is kind of a is kind of a referendum on how they look at the harm done in the community to black women mm-hmm. and whether or not we believe and whether or not we how we take what they say and how seriously we take these egregious offenses done to women in the community dj academics does not care about any of that dj academics cares about shocking you GJ Academics cares about pissing you off mm-hmm. because let's be honest, you get better ratings when people are angry. Yeah. Um nobody very rarely do people get do people get astronomical ratings like this respecting the black woman. And that's the problem. And that makes him the problem. And that makes Tory Lanez. The problem. yeah. DJ Academics is a disease, is a disease in modern black media. I don't give a fuck what you say he accomplished that needs to go the fuck away forever. This nigga is the COVID of black media for men, period. He is the COVID of that shit. I said it. I will say it again I will say it on any platform At any time I will repeat that word for word He is the COVID-19 Of black male media And he needs to go the fuck away Immediately He needs to fuck off Fly him into the sun Next chance you get Forever Shut the fuck up Shut the fuck up Fuck him And fuck Tory Lane's Little peanut head ass (laughs) Tell him I said it. Neither one of them can whoop me. Neither of them. This, get, nigga, this nigga would get winded going, getting to his car door. Tory Lanes could not. Tory Lanes could not hit a brick wall.
1: They might get fresh and fit to jump you.
0: <laughs> Find me niggas with quality shape ups. No, they will not sit niggas with sub with subpar shape ups on me and a bald spot in the top of your fucking head. <laughs> God damn the nerve of you. Look like you look like you can't or look like your essence sketched and run out of a racer. Damn. Have we done a podcast, D. Randall? We've certainly done a podcast. Balding niggas should not still be getting should not still be getting even all overs at the shop? Yeah.
1: You got to let it go, man. You
0: got to let that shit go.
1: There's no shame in it.
0: I don't know if his name is fresh or fit. He don't look like either one. (laughs) But he fixed that, my nigga. Your your barber don't want to tell you, but it's time to let it go. Anyway, did we do a podcast? It was done. It was done. It was dead. Um, It's Monday, so. I actually have a church announcement. Oh, hey, let's go. What we got? Uh
1: close personal friend Scotty Spittin um is about to release a project this Friday Scotty Spittin the name of the the project is P 800 it has a uh, has a Schwarzenegger theme to it I let Oz listen to it uh, a couple weeks ago
0: it's fire fam
1: it's fire uh it'll be out and I'll I'll actually post it on my social medias oh shit yeah uh, it'll be available in Bandcamp this Friday for you know for Artist Friday. You know Bandcamp let you let you keep all your all your skrilla, and then it'll be available everywhere else next
0: Friday, March 11th. But 11. if you can
1: pay what you can, pay what you can this week, and then stream
0: it starting next week. I I can tell you I've heard it. it yeah, it's the truth. It, it it is the truth.
1: Produced by Radio Galaxy.
0: It is I as as somebody who was a fan of the last album. This one is, is it, is it album or EP this one? Whatever. it's
1: Whatever.
0: Eight, It's eight it's songs. It's project.
1: Whatever eight songs is at this point. Okay. It's a project. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to Scotty Um, Yeah, definitely makes, I call, I, I, at this point, I feel like he's evolving towards Afrofuturism rap.
1: And it's working. Um, it's working.
0: Yeah, we might do a listening party for Patreon. Hey, hey. Do a Scotty Spit and listen Pardon Barton from Patreon. Let's go. I'll definitely do that. I'm gonna write that down. Um, guys, thank you so much. As always, it is a pleasure, it is an honor and a pleasure to do this podcast for you. Uh to serve the people. Um shout outs go as follows. Shout out to uh oh, shout out to Lauren and Ariel from Play No Games. Yep. Um see y'all later this week. Uh probably. Lauren has a birthday. I believe it's today, it's tomorrow. Uh, as you will be listening to this so uh happy birth happy birthday Lala um love you for life uh Ariel I uh, know I didn't have a stripper joke I'm sorry <laughs> I usually have a stripper joke Ariel's not a stripper but I have stripper jokes um we're going to get out of here it's monday I'm tired I know Randall's tired day job's won the battle <laughs> yes they will not win the war. They will man. not win the war, god damn it. Um, we'll be back next week with more Foolishness and Fuckery. Y'all know how we do. In the meantime, this has been episode... 173? 173, I think. I think check. we might have to check that, actually. Yeah, we, that <laughs> check. that yeah. would be
1: very embarrassing. When, you, when to... you get up there in age, you just... Um...
0: It, it, it's it, it's hard to keep count. It, it is. It, it You know... I, I used it's 173. It is 173 yes. indeed. Of Opinions While Black. I've been Oz. I'm D. Randall. As always in parting, titties. Yes. Shout out again, to Sherry Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, that's my type, dog. She fine. <laughs> oh man. Uh bye, niggas.